We've all heard the expression, swim 2.4 miles, bike 112 miles, run 26.2 miles, and brag the rest of your life. What you don't hear is that your friends, your family, and especially your coworkers grow tired of hearing about your early morning swim, how you skipped lunch to get a spin class in, how you crushed your brick workout, or how you've become a math whiz at calculating your macros. My name is Mike Bosch. I have a wife, two sons, and a full-time job. Five years ago, I began my triathlon journey with modest intentions. I wanted to lose some weight and be able to claim that my best athletic days weren't behind me. After completing my first sprint triathlon, I was bit by the Ironman bug. Three years later and 50 pounds lighter, I completed Ironman Texas, and I couldn't have done it without an incredible support system. Everyone needs a support system, and that's what I'm offering you. I will talk to men and women just like you and me, the age group athlete that is juggling family, friends, work, and all that life has to offer on their journey to accomplishing an incredible goal. This podcast will offer recommendations on training, nutrition, some tips and tricks, and even strategies for race day. Whether you're training for your first race, looking to set a personal best, or have completed a full distance race on every continent, we all want to cross the finish line and hear those words, you are an Ironman. Wherever you are on your journey, this podcast is for you. So if you're ready... Let's start this week's episode of the Everyday Ironman podcast. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, race fans. For those of you that have been following my journey over the past four months, Ironman 70.3 Waco is just days away. My boss actually asked me this week if I was ready for the race. My response was, I'm definitely ready. I just hope I'm prepared. That being said... I do feel like I have trained to the best of my abilities and that I'm in a good place mentally. Par for the course, the last two weeks have been an adventure. Last week, I tweaked a muscle in my right leg because honestly, I was running too fast for my fitness level. I'm fine now, but I did have to take six days off running to heal. I was able to continue going to spin class into the pool. I have continued to be focused on my swim form over the last two weeks. If I haven't been to the pool, I've used my Zen 8 Swim Trainer. If you're unfamiliar, the Zen 8 Swim Trainer pairs swim-resistance bands with an inflatable bench that is just the right height to promote the coveted high elbow catch. You may remember that Ron Dawson in episode 15 acknowledged that he personally has seen benefits from the Zen 8, so I pulled the trigger and ordered mine, and so far I really love it. Now I'm not swimming at a 130 per 100 pace yet, but I have noticed that I'm making continuous improvement each session. Last week was my last week with any real training volume. My wife and I went to Galveston, Texas, which is on the Texas coast and about five hours from our North Texas home. Our youngest son, Colby, is studying marine biology at Texas A&M in Galveston, and it was parents' weekend. On Friday, I got in a 30-minute yoga session, a 30-minute session on the Zen 8, 
and an easy four-mile run along the beach. On Saturday, after the drive home, I got in a six-mile tempo run where every mile was faster than the mile before. On Sunday, I drove 45 miles to Texas Motor Speedway, which is a NASCAR track, to ride my bike on the road that circles the complex. What would be the odds that it would be NASCAR weekend? I was able to ride 20 miles and then get a quick one-mile run before the traffic got too heavy to be safe. The idea was to get a little more road time because I have done most of my cycling either in spin class or on the trainer. I would have preferred to get in 30 miles, but you take what you get sometimes. This past week, I have really taken to the taper. I have lightened my training load, increased my yoga sessions, concentrated on drinking a gallon of water every day, and looked to get as much sleep as possible. I've written down all the things I need to do Friday through Sunday. I feel like Santa Claus. I made my list, and I've checked it more than twice. This morning, I will get in my last training swim. I have an 800-yard swim with 400 of it at quote-unquote race pace. I'm going to swim in my wetsuit to practice getting it on and off one more time. Late afternoon, I have a three-mile run with a planned 845 pace. Should be pretty easy. Then it's off to dinner to carb load. There's a local Italian restaurant in my hometown that is really good. I will get some pasta and bread with fettuccine dip and toss, maybe even some dessert, because I deserve it. I will get in 20 minutes of yoga and then off to bed. Saturday morning, I plan to get up at 5.30 to get in the last actual workout before the race. I will get in a 20-minute Zen 8 swim training session, about a three-mile spin on the bike around my neighborhood, stopping to practice getting on and off the bike every time I pass my house, and then an easy one-and-a-half-mile run at an 8.45. My wife and I are scheduled to leave for Waco around 7.30 and plan to stop on the way at the first Waffle House for the last big meal that I'll eat. The rest of the day and Sunday morning, I will eat pretty light. We should arrive in Waco around 11, which will work out great because I scheduled my check-in for between 11 and 12. I plan to attend athlete briefing at noon and then on to Ironman Village to pick up any last-minute items that I can't live without and to order my race medal display. We will make our way over to the finish line to cheer on some full-distance athletes before leaving for home around 3 o'clock. Before my 9 o'clock bedtime, I will get in some more yoga and double-check my athlete checklist. On Sunday, I plan to stay in bed until 6.30, get in some yoga stretches, and eat an Eggo with peanut butter and drink a bottle of Chocolate Boost. I will get all of my hydration bottles mixed with my nutrition fluid and be ready to leave for Waco at 7.30. I have one planned stop on the way at a gas station slash roadside market that has clean bathrooms to handle any necessities. Should arrive in Waco around 10 o'clock just as transitioning is opening for the day. I'll lay out all my things, double check my tire pressures are set at 90 PSI, and make sure my bike is in the 13th gear on the rear cassette. Then it's off for the one mile walk to the swim start where I will get my wetsuit on because it will be wetsuit legal and then perform some swim specific stretches as I get ready to start the swim. And that's where the plan ends, because once the race starts, I have to be ready for anything. I have mapped out my predictive times and paces, but once the race starts, 
anything could happen. I do not plan to make up any time on the next discipline if I take longer than expected on the swim or bike. So that's it. That's my plan for the next few days, up to and including race day. The only thing left to do is to thank everyone for their support over the last five months. First, I would like to thank you for listening to my updates and indulging me in the fantasy that you look forward every other week to hear how my training is going. And not that they listen to the podcast, but I would like to thank a few people specifically. I would like to thank my wife, Diana, for putting up with my early morning alarm and talking her ear off about my training. I would like to thank Dom, Rob, Jeff, Tom, and Ryan in spin class for pushing me on the bike over the last few months. I would like to thank my teammates at work for all their encouragement and support. Lastly, I would like to thank Eric Horton, who is making the two-hour trip down and back on Sunday because I didn't book a hotel. Eric is actually signed up to volunteer at the swim start, which is pretty cool. I hope to release a race report episode either Monday or Tuesday that will no doubt detail how I crushed all three disciplines and finished the race much faster than anyone could have expected or predicted. Or... I will at the very least give an update on my experience in Waco. Because next week is the start of off-season, there will be fewer updates and more interviews, starting with Angie Jackson. Angie is someone who I met through social media and has the most infectious personality with the most positive of outlooks. Be sure to listen to Angie talk about her journey next Friday. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.